podcast episode from the heart of chat yes Yes. how y'all feeling today i'm feeling good Good, very good very good (laughs) we got some to talk about today are we feeling yeah we have a lot yeah we got that was a loaded question by the way Um, (laughs) we're just gonna keep it going if y'all didn't know yeah yeah we're gonna entertain y'all all through the way so here's a great topic love marriage and relationships that is our topic for today. Yes. And we're going to talk about everything from communication, the joys of, and ups and downs of a relationship, life after divorce, and, you know, even starting over after the loss of a spouse or a relationship. So we like to touch, you know, all of those and drop your favorite topic in the comments. We definitely encourage that because we're happy to expand on these as we go along. But definitely want to start with communication. And what does that mean to you ladies when thinking about love, marriage, being married, previous relationships, whatever that would look like? Who wants to start? (laughs) We're going to let Shauna take this one. I was calling you on the spot. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going to be a big girl and I'm going to start. So um, to start, communication is like very important because it can make or break a relationship, especially the lack of communication, Um, but also understanding how your partner communicates, because I am, so (laughs) I don't know if y'all have read um, The Five Love Languages, Yes, but I've read that book, and I made him take the quiz, like I sat next (laughs) to him in bed and asked him the questions, (laughs) and was like doing his, and when I was reading, it was like, one one partner can be the Dead Sea and the other one can be the Babylon book. I was like, oh, that is so me. <laughs> wow. So um, you had actual questions? Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, to figure out like what your love language is. So his is touch, which I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of men's is touch. But um, mine's is acts of service. And one of the main things about it is just that um, we tend to show love in the way that we want to receive it versus how that other person likes to receive it. So there's usually Uh, like a miscommunication uh, there. So, you know, you know, women, we'd be like, "Ah, I just don't feel like being touched right now. Be like, well, I'm in the kitchen cooking and you smacking my butt. Like, that's just his his (laughs) way of showing (laughs) his appreciation for all the womanly things that you're doing. I'm like, okay, I have to learn to accept that. Like that's, and my husband is not a, um, 
he's not very verbal when it comes to how he uh, communicates about how he feels about things. So that was a, a challenge for me. Um, and we're going to get into divorce later because I was married prior and then we both were talkers. And it was oh. like button heads because everybody wow. had to get their point across. Everybody had something to say. So, wow. so mm. yeah, there, communication, man. I could use a whole 45, 50 minutes <laughs> talking about this. <laughs> I'm gonna let Shauna uh, give me some perspective on her. Um, yes, communication. Um, I agree with Jeanette and Linda. Um, very important. Um, without it, you don't have anything. Um, it's just you just cannot sustain a relationship with a lack of communication. And you're right, Jeanette. Um, we have to all know what what our communication skills are or what's you know what were we born with how do we you know operate from that and how can we meet in the middle i think that's where the compromising part comes to yeah. in relationships right is not, there's no wrong or right or wrong way sometimes with how we communicate sometimes it's just a matter of just accepting that person's form of communication and understanding what you know what it means to you, what it means to them, what it means to the relationship. So communication is definitely uh, number one. Um, my 25 year, 24 year marriage, I spent 25 years at, um, it's been a year and a half now since uh, my late husband passed away unexpectedly. And our relationship was on a very serious high vibration, soulmate relationship vibration. And his communication, he was a very clear communicator verbally and also through touch. So it was fuego, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because, you know, I was the same way. So there was that, you know, so we were very similar, you know, in that. And there were times where, you know, communication was not always as fluid as we would like it to be. And that's when we have to lean on compromising or let me hear you out or exactly mm -hmm. what do you mean by this? And then um, the biggest thing that I learned about communation is really not what you're saying, but how you say it, Definitely. how you express yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And then the other part that was huge, especially for me, because I was, my husband used to consider me a, a runner. He was like, you're always running. So like, if he wants to talk, I'm like, I have to get up and just walk away, you know? And we met when we were 23, 24 years old. So you know, there were things going on back then that I was probably running away from and, and I didn't know how to get those things settled so that I wouldn't have that as part of my language for him in our relationship. So I had to learn over time, you know, and I had to teach him that there is when I do walk away, it doesn't mean that I'm being disrespectful or being rude to the conversation. My communication mm -hmm. is I need to process what we just talked about. I don't want to say anything that I'm not too clear or too sure about. And I also need to be ready to like, you know, receive it and and you're, you know, both parties have to be ready to receive it. A lot of times we're like, communicate, communicate, communicate. Yeah. And then when they tell you how they feel, you like, hold up, back off. You tripping. <laughs> like, what? You no. went a little bit too far with that. I didn't even ask for all that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. No, I mean, those are both great points. I like the book recommendation, Jeanette, um, mm. the five love languages. Definitely that'll be in the show notes. I think it's definitely a recommended read. Yeah. And, you know, I think for me, me being extremely 
really like extroverted. I wanted everybody to be like me. That was my communication language. So oh, I couldn't yeah. come at people like that. So it was really hard when I was married. I am now divorced and we'll, you know, we'll touch on that. Um, my ex-husband, you know, very quiet, kind of reserved. And I'm like, yay, let's go out and blow up balloons and fly kites. <laughs> and he, he looked at me like, uh, that is not what we're doing today. No. And it was a lot of miss, like a lot of misfires. I think you just yes. have to know like who you are and you know what you're grounded in and that communication and all of that will come and i think you know you're and it also takes two maybe it's not a fit maybe you're i don't want to say you're with the wrong person but it could be that maybe it's just that everything has a reason or a season most things do so maybe it's that season yes. of your life where you had to learn and sometimes it's like okay i can't everybody's not going to get up at five o'clock, Linda, and be like cheery. That's what I expected. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I had to so, learn that too, because my husband is not like a morning talker. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can get up and just start talking. It's fine. <laughs> like <laughs> one, eye, one eye open and he's not. And I was just like, dang, he just don't even say nothing. But he always still, before he could, um, left the house, he would like, you know, do whatever he was going to do, get himself together and he'd come give me a kiss and say goodbye and leave mm-hmm. but in my mind like well that's not enough he didn't talk to me he didn't say this <laughs> and my mom was like girl he just don't want to talk to you in the morning it's, it's, like, it's, it's really <laughs> that simple I think that we make we make we make sometimes we make these things a little bit bigger than what they really are oh yeah you know Definitely. and a lot of men they 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 have to process when they're you know waking up I know my husband was so sweet I was a talker and I get up at four, four thirty hour, and he still had like another hour and a half to rest or whatever. And you know, I want to talk to him about what I'm getting ready to get into my day. And of course, especially on Monday mornings when you don't want to leave each other because you yeah. have to go back into the world and you just you're leaving your 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 home, your peaceful state, right? And so I would t- start talking to him in the morning, and he was just so polite, and he would just say, "Sweetheart." I really don't want to miss anything that you're trying to tell me right now. So I just need to catch a little bit more Z's and then we could catch up with this later. And I'd be like, okay, you know, cause the delivery was, you know, out of love, yeah. even though I really wanted to speak to him and he will be true to his word and it will be picked up within that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's key too. kind of knowing that he knew that about you, you all were very close and kind of growing in that way, then you're not offended. But part of that communication is communicating that fact, number one. And oh, two, yes. a lot of people think yes. just talking is that communication. Oh, I'm just right. going to talk. It, it could be the love language of, oh, I might brush up against you, or I might make your eggs in the morning. Mm-hmm. That could be a form of communication, but I may not talk to you because I do have that one eye open yeah. <laughs> in the mornings. I don't necessarily want to do that. So, yes. you know, being on that high and kind of, you know, saying, oh, talk, 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 but then you kind of, it, it kind of becomes a balance. And I always feel the universe sort of balances itself. So let's talk about that a little bit, the joys <laughs> up and down the relationships. You notice that little laugh in there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the ups and downs. <laughs> so joyfulness, ups and downs of relationships. I think I said Shauna first this time. <laughs> so some yeah. of the joys of a relationship is um, just partnering up with someone. Having somebody that you can rely on. It's like me against the world. You know, I love that song um, by Tupac. Go ahead and sing and, it, Tiana. I yeah. mean, Linda. Look, Johnny, I was, you know, Jeanette was looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> Let me oh break God. it out in the song. <laughs> and so that's like how you feel, you know. That's how you feel when you're in a relationship. 
and you feel like it's, you know, this is, you know, it's wonderful to be able to be connected to someone and all the craziness that's happening around you, you and this person is almost like on an island together, right? Mm -hmm. And you can rely on each other. You have each other's back. So I find, I found that that's, that brought me a lot of joy, you know, in my relationships. Um, The ups and downs part in my relationship was I think just the compromising part trying to find a um, trying to find a rhythm of how to communicate on compromising recognizing when oh this is a compromising moment you know or you know so I think those were kind of like the ups and downs like I will say that we um, we only had one um, thing in our whole 24 year that we like really disagreed on and it took us three years to compromise on it and I won't speak about it here because it is written in my love story book that is coming yes. out next February 14 2021 yes yes <laughs> um but it definitely speaks to how you some things are not going to be solved today boo boo and guess <laughs> what you don't want to start you know you don't want to start um, having this rough patch or these rough um, feelings with each other just because it doesn't get solved. So it was one of those mm-hmm. things where we just looked at each other. We was like, this is going to work out. I know it's going to work out because we both are going to actively try to solve this. It may not be solved today, but we're going to get this solved. And knowing that, you know, you just keep on going. I mean, you don't start pulling feelings away from your partner or things like that just because it didn't get solved. Now it depends on the situations and the urgency of things. The story I'm talking about that took three years may not be a big deal to um, some people, but for me, it was a huge deal, you know, because it affected me and the way that I was moving through um, my days. So, yeah. But that's an important point too, Shauna, because a lot of people look at other people's relationships and are like, well, um, well, she, she was able to, you know, stay with him because after this or through this, but you have to know yourself. You have to know what you can handle and what, like, what, what is your compromise point? Because, you know, there's some things that are non-negotiable for some people. So you can't look at everybody's relationship like, oh, well, this worked for this person. So it has to work for me. Like, no, you are totally different people with totally different life experiences. Mm-hmm. And it's really important not to like base your relationships on what you see your friends doing because a lot of people show you stuff when they see you in person, they look like the perfect couple and they, they didn't sit in silence all the way there, all the way home. They ain't talking mm-hmm. to each other, but when they get in front of everybody, like, Oh honey, let me fix your plate. I'm like, Okay, you know, we already know that they don't like each other. Yeah, like. that happens a lot. And it's For sad sure. because that didn't happen overnight either. Those right. are things that, those are mountains of, that's what I say, the elephant in the room has not, has not been addressed. And from the very beginning, you want to make sure you talk through things, anything that bothers you, even if your partner feels like it's, oh my goodness, are we doing this again? Or I didn't, you know, you have, if you're not able to express yourself and how something made you feel, then you got to start reevaluating it. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think sometimes people see the joy in others and they think they can just that can just be a blueprint for their life you have to do what brings you joy and be somewhere 
where you're feeling joyful. And it's not going to always be roses and peaches and cream. And, and that's okay too. You're yeah. going to have those down times that where you have to balance things you may have to compromise. And I think that is another key thing in relationships. Yeah, I, I love to be happy all the time, but sometimes having those challenges right. and mm-hmm. that friction is not always a bad thing because you're not going to necessarily agree on everything. No, and, yeah, perfect, and there's things right? you're learning, you know, and then I think that's the first thing you got to ask yourself is what, you know, um, what can we learn from this moving forward so that yeah. we don't repeat this, you know, because right. you want to add value to your relationship. You don't want your, re- your relationship should always, you know, if you two are in it to win it, it should be skyrocketing, right. you know? Um, um, and so you don't, you know, you don't want it stagnant. You don't want it because what it's all about at the end of the day is all about you learning about yourself. It has nothing to do with the other person. Mm. Right. That part. <laughs> that, that's like so, that, yeah. that Will and Jada Red Table Talk where he was like, oh. he was trying to make her happy. And finally he was like, yo, you're going to have to be happy on your own. You have I to. can't make you happy. You have to no. figure that out for yourself. No. And I think that's a lot of frustration for couples where they're constantly trying to make the other person happy or make them feel a certain type of way and not knowing that they might just be going through some things mm-hmm, internally mm-hmm. that they need to process separately from you. Right. right. And it's not personal. Right. Yeah, not, not personal at all. I mean, we all have our own challenges, like we said mm-hmm. earlier, just working, doing that inner work too, because mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a thing called growth. I just, I, I, I live in Oh I my God, what was that from? <laughs> What's that? Growth. It was growth. <laughs> it was the we've mentioned in every episode so far. Insecure. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about relationships. Oh, yes. Go down the oh, rabbit hole, but we could go there. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we'll we'll bookmark that for the next entertainment <laughs> chat which on our next episode yeah. <laughs> where we talk about that kind of stuff so the yeah. entertainment team like, <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> had to get that plug in but that'll be in the show notes so we have to shout out insecure we that's just you know yes. i really thought during quarantine that brought us together and that covers it everything did. Oh, it did. yeah it did oh. And just a quick plug for our YouTube channel um, to our listeners out there. If you haven't checked out our YouTube channel at the Heart of Chat, we have a pre and post uh, Insecure episode out there just for your viewing pleasure. So we'll drop that. Ah, so a lot of plugging. Good plugging, Linda. (laughs) A lot of stuff went on just on shows in real life. And let's talk about life after divorce. Um, I think we've all experienced that. Yes. And um, I remember for myself going through it about eight and a half years ago. It was very hard. I didn't think, you know, I was turning 40. So I didn't think like life was going to go on. It was just a whole lot of things. I had two young children. My kids at the time were 10 and three. So you think, you know, you're just in this mind mindset and, you know, going back to being single, not that that was a bad thing. Cause I think by then I was like welcoming it because yeah. it was so much sort of turmoil and I had to, you know, refine myself. I mean, I was, Linda was always down there somewhere, but I wow. had to sort of live and, and then really start living the life that I wanted to pursue. Wow. And also I had two little ones to raise. So yeah. I couldn't just shut down. So one of the things that, you know, I did was really take the time and just really just be by myself. And I think that was something that 
I did. And I, I, you know, it was a year and a half later, I started the blog, Life of the View. And that was really to sort of get my thoughts on paper. I really thought that I was at that point where I could do that release and just Mm -hmm. really get into a space where I felt comfortable, where, you know, my, my head was starting to clear up. I really noticed it probably after about a year because uh, we split in January 2012. And I think by Christmas of that year, I woke up and said, wow, I'm actually feeling pretty good today. But those 12 wow, months, that was months, hard for it you. Took, wow. It took a lot of work. It took, you know, connecting mm. with some people. Some people wanted to know everything that happened. I just didn't have the energy yeah. to go through because yeah. I felt like I was going to relive all that. Yeah. Exactly. Part of that, mm-hmm. That's why it's like life after, because I didn't want to relive the whole previous okay. times. And exactly. it wasn't all bad. It wasn't. Um, we have a pretty good relationship today. We have two kids now. They're 19 and And 12. that's awesome. And we have, a, we have a we co-parent well. So yeah, that's it, beautiful. it took work to get here. So mm-hmm. there is life after. And you know, I'm, I have a boyfriend now. I'm seeing somebody now. So Woo-hoo. that part's really cool. <laughs> and um, we, you know, we have a lot of fun, but it took, it took a long time to get there. And I hear stories, you know, if people say, oh, I, I met somebody right away. Not to say anything wrong with that, but I felt for me personally, yeah. I needed that. It was four years later, which people say today, yeah, it was excessive. Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> you know, my, my little weird, quirky ways. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think you're, you determine what your life but is. But that's why you are where you are right now. In owning your voice and and strong in your, you know, in your, you know, you're just strong. You're very strong right now about how you feel about yourself. And if you didn't, you know, I think that we get caught up on time Mm -hmm. and we get caught up on other people's time and we need to just mind our own time. You know what I mean? Because everybody's time is is different. We're all allocated a whole different life plan for each one of Mm -hmm. us. And if it did take you four years and if it takes somebody two months, you know, that's, that's on them. You know, we have to, I feel like we just got to really start. And I'm, I mean, I'm human, I'm human. So I'm not going to, I'm far from being perfect, but I'm working real hard on this zero judgment stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. it's just, we just get too caught up, mm-hmm. yes, you know, yes, and um, mm-hmm. I don't like anyone, you know, judging me. So I'm working really hard to yeah. not put that out there in the world. Again, I'm not perfect, you know, yeah. far from it but I'm a work in progress with that. Well, and I think the circumstances also make the difference. So if, if the relationship ends more like abruptly where you're not really like um, expecting it, I can see having to take a little bit longer to process that where if you've been in a marriage that has just been bad for a very long time and it was just like, Oh, this was just in my case. This is inevitable. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to pick up right now. <laughs> like, I was just like, give me, give me some time. But yeah. So yeah, for me, I felt like when we walked down the aisle, like did my wedding day to hit my ex, um, I was, it was just a surreal moment. And I was mm-hmm. just like, am I really getting married right now to this dude? Like, this is what uh-huh. we're doing. Like, it was just so much drama leading up to it like you know how you meet these guys and like oh they're super fun and like we like a lot of the same things we Mm -hmm. was part we both was like oh i'm going out party and let's meet up later like Mm -hmm. he was the fun Mm -hmm. dude that i should have just left out there (laughs) to to know that yeah i know what you're saying (laughs) 
so much so that it was probably like maybe five months after the wedding, we were out to dinner, just the two of us. So I had a, I had a child prior to him. Um, we didn't have any kids together. God was on my side because we were going to, through fertility treatments too, and it still mm. was not working. So God wow. knew. He already knew. But five months after the wedding, and my man and were out to dinner, and we were just talking. It was like, beautiful night. It was summertime. We was outside downtown Philly eating. And um, we started talking about our marriage. And I was just like, well, you're, this is what you wanted because you asked me. I told you, you ain't got to propose to me because I had been engaged. It was just funny. I had been engaged prior to him to the guy I'm married to now. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, this story. I love this story. <laughs> yeah, we were engaged. This is what happens, ladies and gentlemen. We just yeah. got to accept it all. This is, yeah. this is real seven, life. Seven years apart, we went our separate ways. We married different people. And then it just happened that around the time when we both were separated and I was filing for divorce. We reconnected through social media, mm-hmm. but, um, back to the ex though. So we were sitting there eating and I was like, this is what you wanted." He was like, no, this is what you wanted." I said, no, I told you, you can't live with me if you're not my husband. And you decided right. you wanted to live with me. <laughs> right. So you proposed. Right. <laughs> and it's just like sitting there looking at each other. Like, so neither one of us really wanted to be married. Uh, and you know so we were like okay well we just continue from there to try to make it work um and then it just was very rocky it was going downhill and um it just progressively got worse and it just became a point where I knew he was messing around and I I was at some point it almost was a game for me just to try to figure out to catch him again like oh caught him again Called him again. Uh, what? Listening to girls' voicemails, talking about, oh, I thought you were coming over for Valentine's Day. And no. I was like, girl, please, he ain't even here. If he ain't coming to you, he's probably at somebody else's house. Like, <laughs> did, you, did you tell her that? Did that? Oh, <laughs> Take wow. a number. Right. Yeah. And so I knew I should have probably left a long time ago, but it came to a point where my daughter's safety became an issue. And I was like, I'm not taking a chance with my daughter. Like, mm-hmm. it's so funny how women, we take chances with ourselves, with, with men that we're Oh, with. yeah. But when it oh, comes to time. my child. No, never. Mm-hmm. That was a dead, a dead yeah. no. Yeah. So I dropped yeah. her off at my brother's house. I went home all day. You got to pack your stuff. You got to go tonight. And I was <clears> literally the end of it. I filed for divorce and was like, hey, I filed for divorce. <laughs> Don't need a lawyer. <laughs> you have nothing that I want. And you <laughs> can't have nothing that I got. Sign wow. these papers and send them in. And Sign he here. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay. <laughs> and that was the end of it. Not wow. seeing this dude in 10 years. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Linda, it's crazy. We were going through around the same time our divorce. Like, yeah, we, yeah, we talked about this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was like, wow. I mean, just you never know how things are aligned and just yeah. other people. And that speaks, that brings up a good point, Jeanette, about how other people are going through it. And it wasn't until I shared my story, folks were coming out the woodwork. Yeah. Oh, I'm going through the same thing. People, mm-hmm. I didn't think because they were so afraid of being judged. Yeah. That that, the, there we go. Yeah. It is life after. after. You, it, yeah. it may not be pretty you may have on mascara and it may run down your face you may be crying it's cool but yeah. you you're just gonna have to find people that you can connect with because it yes. will be okay it yes, will yeah. definitely therapy is is amazing i just want people to know that uh, i didn't get it right after my divorce i didn't get it till later on into my marriage now that i'm in and I had to tell my husband because he was like, did I do something? I was like, no, babe. I was like, I just want to make sure I'm good so that we are, we stay good. Because it's like we said earlier, 
It's about taking care of yourself and making sure you're in alignment and that you know exactly what you want. So I was very clear with with my husband now when um, we reconnected and ended up getting back together that one, I don't need to be your wife right away. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm fine. We can date Mm -hmm. and get to know each other. But if it wasn't him, I probably would have took the longer route, Linda. It was like a year for me before I started dating. But if it Mm -hmm. wasn't my ex, um, you were comfortable ex. with him. I knew him. You had history already. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. But I already said, this is it. Because if I get divorced again, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't doing this no more. I love marriage. I mean, I mean, I love being married to my husband. But mm-hmm. at some point, yeah. you just like... <laughs> yeah, I have not explored that yet as far as go. I've been married once and that was to my kid's dad. And I, I'm just as fearful of it today as I was five years ago and I don't know why I'm happy I'm you know living life loving life but I think people say oh you'd be good you'd be a great wife blah 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 but I I think I'm just in a good space and I'm I'm I think that's the misconception is that all women want to be married yeah they tell me you'd be a good wife what's that mean you know exactly I'm I'm a good woman I'm good (laughs) yeah I'm good tell me yeah do you want to touch on um anything yeah Yeah, I could touch on that. So um, I won't get deep into the story because, again, that is in the love story that's coming out <laughs> I love February. February 14, 2021, right? February 14, 2021. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So, we will be interviewing Miss um, Shauna on the episode yes, later on. Yes. 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 And so I would say the whole romance all the way to cutting the cord was probably six months. Mm. So under six months. So I was able to get it a no in my state at the time. Mm. So it was called like a dissolution of marriage because Mm. we didn't share anything. We didn't have anything that we had to split. And it was just two people volunteering saying, oh, oops, this Mm. was not the way um and we'll just drop this this happened after three and a half years of dating my husband that we had 24 years that passed away a year and a half ago so it just shows you how forgiveness and because the whole the whole thing was we both we both my husband and I we we broke up so it was a clean cut there was no um you know there was no like allegation no cheating or anything like that but just the fact that I went out and my first marriage was to somebody that I didn't really know mm-hmm. and I knew him yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was that he wasn't ready and I got caught up with that I'm turning 30 yeah. that's a whole nother podcast oh my goodness yes so so, like, so I know for me, like, people were like, well, you and, you and Corey should have just got married back when y'all were younger. I was like, we would be divorced because yes. we started dating yes. when I was yes. like 18 and he was 19. Oh, okay. Like yes. our, our oldest girls were two and they're 23 now when we first started mm-hmm. dating. And we, once we broke up so many times and got back together, <laughs> like it was ridiculous. And if we had yeah. got married then, yeah, 
we definitely he had to grow we i mean i did too but he yeah. also had to grow up he mm-hmm. had to learn how to manage a household on his on his own. So he was mm-hmm. raising his boys and running the house mm-hmm. by himself, you know, so after his divorce. So it was, I don't know, it was just better for us that we were able to mature and we had that time away, yeah. even though we took some strange paths. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a couple it, of detours. It's a couple yeah. detours. Yeah. It, it yeah. worked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I know we do... Um, like our three action items at the end but just real quick in case people you know don't go past this point that have gone through divorce like what advice would you give a woman um or man who is just recently going through a divorce and trying to like um like find themselves again and figure out who they are like outside of that marriage because a lot of women identify themselves through their marriage and they don't really know who they are when they're not married anymore what advice would you give them for picking up those pieces Mm, I would say take time to get to know yourself Mm -hmm. again if you've lost yourself and sometimes we don't know that we've actually lost ourselves you it may take journaling it may take you know therapy as Jeanette mentioned earlier it may take talking to a friend maybe a family member you know another person that may be going through a similar situation so I I would definitely say take that time to get to know yourself there's no time limit on that like Shauna was saying because people mature and grow at different paces in their lives I would just say, make sure you take the time for you because you do need that time and space and what that is for you. Shauna, what do you think about that? I feel like that's the first step, um, uh, what Linda just shared. And I think the second step is to find a supportive tribe of family or friends that's going to rally around you and just pour love back into you, Mm -hmm. you know, to help you get back to where you need to be at so that you can, and then from there, see clarity and then take the necessary steps to regain your happy life again yeah definitely i agree with you ladies that's that's exactly what i would say really take some time to be by yourself um really just whether whatever like if you meditate if you're whatever your faith is um spend time there um and just be okay with being being alone for a little bit and that even can mean like not talking to some friends (laughs) Because <laughs> your friends mean well, but they will trash your ex. Yes, they feel yeah. like it's helping you feel better if they talk junk about him and make up names for them. Like it's yeah. So sometimes you don't <laughs> you don't always need that. <laughs> sometimes you just need like just tell me what to do next. Like, I just want to move forward. Like I don't want to keep dwelling on that or even yes. you know. And sometimes yeah. they might not have just been a trash person that you were with. It could it could legit be that you both realize that this is not what you want. Because I've seen mm-hmm. people who are like sixty plus, and their kids are grown. They got grandkids. And like, so man, your father decided to get a divorce, and they're like, what? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. I've seen that yes. too. Yeah, yeah. yes, they and waited I- because they did it for the children. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, you know. I guess you yeah. got to do what's best for, for, for you if you feel like that that was the best thing for you to do because some children need that stability to get yeah. off to the world. But yeah. I've seen the opposite happen to some um, children in which um, they thought that their parents' relationship were the greatest and then it wasn't anymore mm-hmm. and it really messed them up in their adulthood. Mm-hmm. So I, it's really a catch-22. And, I, and because yeah. of that, I have to say... I, but like you always have to go for your happiness first and yes. not worry about anything else because everything else is going to work out for us good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally what, agree with that. Yeah. 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 That's one of the things I admire about my parents is they, um, they were very, 
they well i was younger i really didn't know anything that was going on just happy kid living life but when i got to a point where i was old enough to understand and they separated for a short time when i was younger like um in high school like my ninth grade year and i remember them both sitting down together having a conversation like oh we're separating and then i like because i before that they had like this argument and i got upset and i wrote my dad this letter and my, so then they were like, oh, we need to have a conversation with her. Like, I was like so mad at him. And then um, they sat down and had a conversation with me and they ended up reconciling and get back together, which I was really excited about. But since then, like they've always been transparent about the ups and downs of the relationship, leaving room for your partner to grow and change Nice, because we're not the same people that we were no. when we first started no. <laughs> dating. Like, you know, and that's one of the things, Jeanette and Linda, that so it drives me nuts to hear men and women say, I just wanted to be like when we first met. Mm. No, it can't be exactly like that. But, I, but you can, you can still keep the joy, the fun, mm-hmm. the um, spontaneous things that was at the very beginning. You know, and the reason why is, you know, you have to grow and evolve, but you can still hold on to all of those great pieces yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. And as partners commit to, we're going to keep having this, you know, if let's start scheduling date night, you know what I mean? Um, you know, things like that. So, yeah. 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 I think that's a great point. And Jeanette brought up earlier, sometimes, you know, with women, we do this a lot. We identify with a man in a marriage. I think it's still good to have your own identity, male, female, whatever. I think having your own identity, establishing that early up front. Yes. You're going to do things together. You're going to schedule date night. You're going to do all these wonderful things. I do think, you know, it's good that you are your own person because you are your own person. Mm -hmm. And that that comes from within and you have to keep building that up and doing that inner work. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. So we, we could talk about this all day, ladies. (laughs) Hot topic, hot topic. This this is a hot topic. And please, all you listeners out there, please drop your comments in anything you want to hear about this topic and the spinoffs of this would be amazing. Um, So our trailblazer shout out is someone Jeanette's going to talk about. And yeah, we, I stumbled across this couple recently and started following them as well. Jeanette, do you want to talk about our trailblazer for the week? Yes. So our trailblazer (laughs) this week. (laughs) You would think I was drinking. I promise you there was water in my cup. Um, (laughs) The trailblazer this week is, um, Mr. and Mrs. Kevin on stage. They have a podcast called the nice. Love Hour Podcast. Mm-hmm. He, um, if you don't know who Kevin on stage is, you have been living under a rock. He is just the most hilarious person ever. And his wife, Mrs. Kevin on stage, has found her own identity through like, which you see that sometimes where like people become celebrities and then their spouses like mm-hmm. can't define who they are. But she is definitely her own person. And I love that they have this podcast together. They talk about everything from marriage, love, um, sex. They talk about communication. And it's very real, very authentic. And although they are Christians, they don't, um, it's not just the Bible thumping hit you over the head with it. It's really yeah. about real, the realness of a marriage. Life. And mm-hmm. life and ups and downs and what I don't like and how you got on my nerves that day and how That's sometimes right. I just like for you to leave so I can sit home and just watch TV by myself. Like, <laughs> 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 so I think they are just a couple that are really just um, doing the darn thing. And I think people should check them out. Go to the Love Hour podcast on Instagram and check them out. They are super amazing. And Miss Kev on stage 
on Instagram and Kev on stage on Instagram. They are awesome. We'll link them in the show notes for sure. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. yes. I love them. Thank you. So yes, this has been wonderful, ladies. We have covered a great topic and definitely looking forward to um, going into this a little bit more deeper. And Shauna, do you want to tell our audience where to find us, how they can connect with us? Yes. Should we, should we jump into our call to action? Oh, sure. yeah. yeah, we could do that. Let's do that first. Okay. Yeah, that works. I could go first. Yeah, please. So um, I want to go back to know thyself. Yeah. Two extremely powerful words, you know, just really getting to know yourself, knowing what you want so that when opportunities come your way or you're working inside a relationship or you're starting one or you're trying to jumpstart, wherever you are in your relationships, You want to make sure that you know thyself at all times so that every decision that you make, you will never live a life of regrets if you knew yourself in the moment. Mm -hmm. I like that, Shauna. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) It's okay. I can take it. Um, So for me, I would have to say, um, Shauna's already talked about knowing yourself. I would say being understanding of your partner. Because you already know who they are, you know their quirks, you know what they like, what they don't like. And instead, like when you make that commitment to be with somebody, you're accepting them as if they would never change. This is might be who they are for the rest of yes. their life. Yeah. So either you're gonna figure out a way to make it work because you can't hold it against them later because they already showed you exactly it's who not they okay are from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So you have to make that decision up front and, and just know that you're not always right. Um, <laughs> uh, like I said, my, my husband doesn't say much. And so sometimes I'd just be going, going, going. I'm like, am I doing too much? Like, I need you to let me know if I'm doing too much. And my brother told me, he said, you're an adult. You know, if you're doing too much, why does he need to tell you? Sometimes you should just check yourself and not wait for somebody. I love your brother. He's like, your twin. He's your twin. Yeah, shout out to Jeanette's brother, y'all. Yeah, ladies. shout oh. out to him. He gives her great, great <laughs> counsel. In the show notes. Let me know. Yeah, he gives <laughs> great counsel. Yeah. Brother My brother show. is amazing. I love him. And so, he, yeah, that yeah. was some great advice. It hurt. Let me tell you, it stung. Mm. But mm. it's the truth. Sometimes you have to just check yourself instead of just trying to pretend like you don't know what, what's up. Well, they don't say nothing, and I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. But that's not how a relationship works. Mm-hmm. So That's great. That's yeah, great. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. And I would say just um, something I touched on earlier, just about knowing yourself, knowing your quirks, mm-hmm. you know, who you are, how they align with someone. If you're, you know, it may not be a match if you're just out here kind of like, oh, you have to go lucky. And then you're <laughs> with somebody who wants to stay in a dark corner all day long. You know, that <laughs> for you but you have to know enough about yourself and doing that work to make sure you are always attempting or always showing up as the best version of yourself yes i have one more book suggestion i don't remember the author's name Mm -hmm. and i hope that i'm saying the title in the right way but i read it several times okay and my husband read it several times and he wanted both of us to read this before we uh when we were just dating as boyfriend and girlfriends um so it's called women are from venus and men are from mars Oh, I've heard of that. I've never yeah. read that. Yes. I think it's really good. Is that Yala Van Zandt? No, I don't no. know. No, this is older uh-uh. than that. This, this is, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think it's a gentleman that wrote okay, it. So, okay, oh. I'm thinking about. But double check me. I see the cover okay. in my mind. Um, uh, yeah, we read that while we were dating, yeah. and we had discussions about it, and it opened Got up it. a lot because it talks about how we all communicate just mm. on the gender base. I like that. 
I, like I think that's awesome. And yeah, so, ladies, thank you. if your husband is not a reader and you want to <laughs> read this book, this is what you do: you read the book and then you trap them in the room while y'all sitting in bed and you start having conversations with them. About it. <laughs> <laughs> like, My husband is not going to read this book with me. Yep. That's you, right. You know, talk to him about what you're reading. Talk to mm-hmm. him about. It. Yeah, <laughs> just sum it up and see what he thinks, or, mm-hmm. or you can do the audio. You know, you the can audio, do the audio. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. or maybe you can write together in the car and when you guys hang out and just share you know yeah, i've been able to get him i know we were about to close but look i was <laughs> able to, get him to watch shows like um married at first sight and love is blind and even insecure oh, and so we have conversations about some of the things that happens on the show That's like one so of the girls good. was like kept calling him husband oh my husband husband is and so i started messing up with my husband i was like oh you want me to do that you want me to call you husband all the time and he was like no don't do that <laughs> like neither one of us are those type of people like people like y'all like old married i said that's how we are we're just not like we know we love each other but right. we don't have to be like all up on each other exactly and so i just started like touching his beard i'm like oh husband he just looked at me like oh, if you don't stop <laughs> So maybe like you can watch some shows that might spark a conversation. Mm-hmm. Spark a conversation mm-hmm. as well. Like that's how I trick him and get him to talk about stuff. <laughs> there you go. Very, very cool. Very cool. Charlotte, do you want to take us out? Yes, yes. So we just want to thank everybody for listening today. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, we appreciate that too. You can follow us on IG, Twitter, and YouTube at the Heart of Chat. And please come back next week for more of our Meatful Monday because you know what ladies if you want more fuego we got it for you come on back <laughs> that's right yeah. yes 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 thank you so much ladies. thanks ladies thank you so bye bye, bye. bye.